episode 43 with Rod Howell and his online tap dancing course. The Online Course Guy podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good, good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the online course guy, Jacques Hopkins. Let's go. go, go. Hello, hello, Jacques Hopkins here, and I hope that you are doing well. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. Today, we have yet another interview success story to share. Hopefully, this will give you some inspiration, whether you are just starting out on your online course journey or you have an online course already and you're just looking for inspiration and ideas, you are in the right place. Rod Howell is the founder and creator of unitedtaps.com where he sells an online tap dancing course. And we'll get into the full conversation here in just a few minutes, but for now, I want to share with you my favorite thing from the episode and that's when we started talking about YouTube because Rod started even before YouTube was a thing and he would upload videos to his site And people would literally have to download the videos because there weren't any good streaming services yet. And so when YouTube came around, it was a total game changer for him and his business. And he immediately started a YouTube channel. And now he's got over 30,000 subscribers and it's a big source of traffic for his business. But I asked Rod in the interview what his advice was in terms of starting a YouTube channel because I often recommend to people who are interested in creating an online course that they want to start with YouTube because people are always searching YouTube for how to do things and they could eventually be your customer. For example, they're searching for things on YouTube like how to tap dance, how to play piano, all kinds of things. And so here was Rod's advice on getting started with YouTube. It's very simple. You just need to start posting on YouTube because if you make really good content, people are going to find you. Even if one person finds you and they're like, oh, there's this really great piano video. They're going to tell somebody else or they hear someone else saying, oh, hey, man, I was thinking about learning piano. They're like, oh, I have the video. It's on YouTube. You got to go check it out. But you you just got to put it up there and put it out there so people can see it and start finding you. And so if you aspire to have a successful online course or you already have an online course and you don't have a YouTube presence, you're not regularly posting to YouTube, you have less than like three videos on your YouTube channel, you're doing something wrong. And if you're new to all of this, start a YouTube channel now and start creating content around your topic. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. And I want to tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast. And that is, of course, Bonjoro. Bonjoro is one of my favorite tools. It allows me to quickly, easily send a thank you video to my customers when they sign up for my online course. I send them a quick little video with Bonjoro. And my customers just really appreciate that personal touch, me taking the time to call them out by name and thanking them for signing up. I highly recommend you use Bonjoro for this, and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And I also want to talk to you about ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is another one of my favorite online tools because it can do so much in just one platform. I use it for order forms so that people can pay me money to get access to the online course. I use it for the membership site so that I can have password protected content. And I even use it for all kinds of landing pages. It is the best landing page builder I have seen. 
And I have templates for all of those things that I've used on piano in 21 dayscom And when you sign up for your free trial of ClickFunnels using this link, I will send you all of those Piano in 21 Days templates so you can just take your information, your logo, your branding, pop them in the templates, and you are good to go. Sign up for your free trial at theonlinecourseguy.com slash ClickFunnels. Well, now that that is out of the way, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the full conversation with Rod Howell. All right, on the show today, we have Rod Howell of unitedtaps.com. He is a tap dancing expert and has taught all kinds of people tap dancing with his online course. How are you today, Rod? I'm great, and uh, thank you very much uh, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And look, one thing that really jumped out at me looking at you and your backstory before talking to you now on this podcast is how long you've been doing this. You started your website. It looked like even before YouTube was a thing, you started. So I kind of want to start this way. Is, is Could you tell me what United Taps is today and then tell me about when you started it? Yeah, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't strayed too far. Um, today, it's primarily um, an online business where I sell tap dance instructional videos um, for all different levels all different styles, different approaches. Um, so that's kind of where I am today. And I, I do offer some free material. When I started way, way back, it's like it was it was pre-YouTube. And actually, when YouTube came along, the switch to YouTube was a big deal for me. It was a really big deal. Prior to that, if you wanted to watch video, you were downloading. Uh, I, could t- I, I, well, I could have some crazy stories I can tell you about that. But um, when I first started, I kind of had a, a, a dual vision. Um, half of my vision is I want to I wanted to create instructional videos so people could learn to tap dance. It's, I didn't know how long my body would last tap dancing um, or how long I would want to do it. And I thought if I put this on video, I can sell this long after my my body has decided it's no longer a good idea. Um, but I also had another vision, which was that I I really believe anyone anywhere in the world should be able to learn to tap dance even if they don't have the money. Um, and so. I actually started out putting tons of content online for free. I still, frankly, I probably have the most free content online, period. I have like a thousand YouTube videos, like literally a thousand YouTube videos. Um, and and it's cool because people, I, I get messages from people all over the world that say, hey, there's, there's no tap dancing where I live or I live way too far from the city and I'm actually learning how to tap dance with your videos. And so that's super exciting for me. So those, those, um, two main goals uh, are still there. I still sell um, the courses and, the, and the, the online videos, but I have some free ones too for people who, who can't afford it or don't have access. All right. So that's kind of the current state. T- take me back. What year did you start this and what did it look like back then as compared oh, to now? Man. Oh, man. You made right, a short so- version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I started in uh, 2005. Um, I got, I knew I wanted to do this this general idea. And the first thing is like, if I want to make videos, I need, I need to have music and you can't get getting copyrights is virtually impossible. Now there's some tricks on YouTube now, but, but back then forget it. So I, I literally started by writing my own music. Now I, I had, I have very little skill, but I have a knack for what, at least for what I think sounds good. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I literally wrote an album and then I started producing tap dance videos where I'm tap dancing to that music I wrote. Um, and that music ended up being 
the music I use for a beginner series, a beginning tap dancing series that, that I created. And I put up most of that for free, but there was always a little bit of every episode of every lesson that you didn't get unless you paid. Uh, and a lot of people were happy to pay. Um, so that's kind of how, that's basically how I got started. And so when I go to your website now, uh, right. I can go buy your course. There's lots of buy now buttons all over your, all over your website, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, do you do any email marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. So I didn't do, I didn't do any email marketing for the longest time. Um, and other people I know, especially my brother, he does some online stuff. He's like, you got to get a list. You got to get a list. The money's in the list. And I put it off and I put it off and finally I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a list. So I started, I started with MailChimp. Um, and I started a list. I'm now on MailerLite because it's much more affordable. Um, but I have a list and, and I, I do use it for marketing. I don't, I'm very, very careful about not overusing it because I can't tell you how many times I sign up for a list and I just get hammered like multiple days in a row or even for me, even once a week is like, okay, I'm out, man. <laughs> like maybe once every two weeks or once a month is, is, is okay. So I'm really, I'm really careful with how much I push out and I try not to push out all, you know, buy, buy, buy. I'll have a every approximately every other one or every third one. It will be like, here's some free stuff. Thank you for um, working with United Tax. Like, we appreciate your business. So here you go. But I didn't, one huge flaw, and the, the, this will be corrected eventually somehow. Um, I only get email a- after the purchase. I don't have like a little pop-up that gets their email before they purchase. And part of the reason for that is I got, when I, in the early days, when I wanted someone to get a feel for my work, I offered a, a free sample to download. And when I got rid of that, my sales went up. And I later learned that some, there's like a buying impulse. And if people get something for free, sometimes that satisfies the buying impulse and they're done. They're just done. So I've been a little bit, ever since then, hesitant to have a, you know, give me your email and I'll give you like a free you know, mini class or something like that. Cause I don't want that to satisfy that their, their need to buy something and then they don't buy it. But I'm sure today there's follow up and it's more sophisticated, the email marketing. And that's where I need to learn. I, I know I need to learn some new stuff. So yeah. the, the way I've heard that described that I really like is, is like people come to your website and they have this, they have this um, itch that they need scratched. And if you give away something for free, that could satisfy that itch. Right. right. But right. But the key to giving away things for free is to always leave them wanting more, you know, yeah, and I'm sure you I, did that, but you know, that's uh that, that's the thing. Like when people talk about maybe upselling offers, like you sell something and then you upsell them to something else, you need it to be a little different because they've already scratched that itch with the first thing that they right. bought. You need to, you need to get them to scratch another itch. That's a good point. <laughs> but that goes right along with what you were just saying. So I was curious about that because I can, I can go to your website. I can buy the beginner package. I can buy the intermediate package. Whereas if you go to my website, piano21days.com, you really can't buy anything right up front. It's all about getting you onto your email list. And there's no one right way to do things. I was just curious about the way that you do things with your buy now buttons. Yeah, it's, it's largely just because when, when I started, I didn't, I didn't know anything about email marketing or that, that, that whole other approach. I didn't even know that existed. I just figured I'll put it up and they can buy it. And, it, and so I've kind of kept with that. Now, I, I did integrate a, a, an email list eventually. But like I said, I haven't, I, haven't had the, I haven't really played around with getting the email on the front end yet. So 
But that's good that you've got it on the back end. And I'm sure that every once in a while, you will encourage beginners to upgrade to the intermediate and so on. And it's also funny that you mentioned that you don't like being bombarded with emails when, when you sign up for other people's email list, because I know from talking to you right before we started recording that you just signed up for my piano email list. And uh, just a quick warning, you're going to get bombard- bombarded. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good but, to know. Uh, feel free to unsubscribe anytime, but I promise that the funnel that I have in place for piano in 21days.com, it works. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so next, let's talk about YouTube, Rod, because like you said, you have an unbelievable amount of free content out there. You have a YouTube channel, you have almost 30,000 subscribers, and you've been on YouTube almost since the beginning. And one place that I personally recommend people start that want to get into online courses based on hobbies like tap dancing, like piano is YouTube because people are always searching there to learn things like this. So today in 2018, how do you recommend somebody like that starts a YouTube channel? Yeah, just sign, you know, get an account with YouTube, whatever your, your passion is, whatever is, you know, piano or art, whatever I start making videos. I, I wouldn't say, I, I frankly, honestly, I would, I would not post your first five, make them look at them, set them aside for a week or two, show them to friends, trusted friends, nice friends, <laughs> um, um, but put them aside and then come back. Cause I guarantee you, if you put them aside for a couple of weeks and you come back, you'd be like, Oh, wait a minute. That, that doesn't look right. Or that didn't sound good or that. I don't know. Whatever. You'll see things that you know, I, I could fix that. So do several rounds of that. And after several rounds, you'll, you'll get a feel for it. And you'll be able to catch most of the glaringly obvious problems. And after that, it's very simple. You just need to start posting on YouTube. Because if you make really good content, people are going to find you. Even if one person finds you, they're like, oh, there's this really great piano video. They're going to tell somebody else. Or they hear someone else saying, oh, hey, man, I was thinking about learning piano. They're like, oh, I have the video. It's on YouTube. You got to go check it out. But you 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 just got to put it up there and put it out there so people can see it and start finding you. Yeah. One thing I would love about YouTube is that you, you have to do a little work. And then once you upload it and, and get all your um, analytical stuff, you know, you, you put it in correct description, have a good call to action, like you're done and you let it do its thing. And for example, I saw a video of yours today. That's like seven years old. That's still ranking for how to tap dance. And I'm sure you get, you know, you're making money seven years later just from that video because people find you that way. Go to your website, buy your course. Yeah. <laughs> Although a lot some of those older videos, I had no idea when I was putting them up uh, that, that they were going to be last so long. Um, yeah, because I've made newer ones since. I have some really old ones, but the problem is they have such a high view count. I can't, I can't just trash them. It's like, you know, I, it's, they're still leads. They're still getting people to my site. So, uh, but yeah, it's been very, YouTube's been probably one of the biggest sources of, of traffic by far. Without YouTube, I would, I would be in, in trouble. <laughs> so what other sources of traffic do you have? Um, uh, Facebook and that I've started ramping up more lately. I've got Facebook. I've got a lot of direct traffic when people just search, you know, learn how to tap dance or tap dance videos or tap dance choreography. Um, I also, one of the most effective things I did that helped me um, increase my sales is I sort of set up ancillary sites. So unitedtaps.com, that's my main site. But I um, quickly realized if someone's searching for tap dance lessons, this has been a while back, if you have tapdancelessons.com, that's a whole lot better right? than unitedtaps.com. So I have tapdancelessons.com, tapdancedictionary.com, 
And so, and I put free content up there. So that draws a whole lot of people to those sites. And then from there, I can funnel them into unitedtaps.com. So that's like one of the biggest things I did was setting up those ancillary sites to, to catch people for very specific keywords and then to funnel them back to United Taps. Is that something you recommend people do? And would you recommend that you actually build build out websites there or just redirect them to your main website? I don't, I don't know if I could say for sure if it's better to build them or redirect. I wouldn't recommend it if you're just starting out. You need to get your basic business down first. But when you're ready to expand, I... I think it's powerful. I think if someone goes once free tap dance lessons and then they were taken straight to my unitedtaps.com, they would feel like, wait a minute, they're asking me to pay. I wanted these free tap dance lessons. This isn't this isn't right. And then all right, then then you've already built up distrust, and that's that's not something you want with a potential customer. So for me, I would say yes, build the other site and give them exactly what you tell them you're going to give them. And then from there, you know, like you said, leave them wanting more. Say, hey, you want the rest of that that lesson? I know you didn't get to see the last part. Well, come on over to unitedtaps.com where you can purchase the series and you'll get that. Is United Taps the main source of income for your family? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, by but far. It's, but it's more than just a couple online courses, right? I mean, it's, it's a whole business. Do you it do is any- a whole business, yeah. It's a what, lot of videos. What, what all is incorporated there? Is there anything in person? Um. Yeah, so there's some, there's some, there is some bleed over to some in-person work. I do custom choreography, so anyone in the world can uh, find, you know, they find me on YouTube very often. They go to United Taps and they look at choreography and they say, oh, there's a button for custom choreography, and that gets them in touch with me directly, where they can say, you know, I want to, I want a two and a half minute dance to this specific song, and I'm going to be using it in a beauty pageant. Okay, great, I can do that. I can make that for you, and here are the terms and whatnot. So. Um, I make a good chunk of money from that custom choreography. Um, that's mostly, I have done some live online lessons with people, but that's pretty rare. It's mostly people contacting me to do um, custom choreography. So that's probably the, uh, pretty much the only um, like live aspect to it. Where does most of your revenue come from? Is it a particular online course? Um, it's, it's, it's a combination of my beginner course. Uh, one of the things I, I, I learned fairly somewhat early on is, is if you can bundle things together and build bigger packages and show people a lot of savings, they'll spend more because there's a lot of people who are just going to spend it once and that's all they're going to spend. So you kind of want them to buy the highest price point you can. At least that's been my experience. So I had like a beginner lesson series. Well, that's great. Then I made a little package. Let's add the music. Let's add a workout video. So that's like a small package. Then I created a large package with adds even more. Um, I lost, totally lost my trade of thought where I was going there. Um, but so I built those packages, hopefully to, uh, get people to, to spend more if they're only going to buy once, but I apologize. I totally lost track where we started with that question. No worries. So, uh, we, we were talking about like kind of your biggest revenue generator. Uh, yeah. So the beginning, my beginning packages are, are huge. The beginning lessons and the small and the large beginning package, that's huge. And I have another product uh, called the tap dance dictionary, which is sort of like a, a reference product. Um, where I explain, here's how you do almost all the steps in tap dancing, essentially. So those, so, are, those are two big ones. So about how many of the beginner packages are you selling, say, per month? Uh, are we including, like, all of just the small, medium, and large, like, all of them put together, say? Whatever you want to include. Yeah, I, I'd say 30-ish, maybe. Maybe 35, somewhere around there. 
Okay, cool. So let me ask you this, Rod. If um, let, let's say somebody was in a, a niche uh, selling selling a hobby like this, online course, they're not where you are. They're selling three a month, right? Yeah. What advice do you have for somebody like that? What are, what are some steps they could take to get up to your level? Wow. This, <laughs> um, a, a couple things. I, I would do, I would, I would strongly urge you to do some just very basic conversion rate optimization research online. There's a ton of free information. Um, just simple things like, is the picture of your product good? Is it pretty good size? Um, another thing I learned, uh, I learned the hard way. <laughs> um, I was on one website learning about this conversion rate optimization. The guy's like, look, you have to convince the customer that what you're giving them is worth more than the money they're giving you. So it has to be super clear what they're getting and they have to want that more. So I started, as soon as I read that, right at the top of, of each product page, I've got a list. This is what you, I literally say, what you get. And it's like right there in bold, da 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 short and sweet and direct. So they don't have to read a full description. They can know in about three seconds, oh, this is what I'm going to get. And that actually made a big difference for me. I had done a lot of things wrong prior to that. I had put like, you know, quotes from people who, bought the product and like, this is a terrific product. I'm like, I thought, let's put that at the top. That'll sell it. No, it won't because <laughs> it didn't tell anybody anything. It just said, well, this is terrific. Okay, great. But what am I actually getting? They had to go down and wade through these paragraphs of description to find that out. That was a total failure. And then as soon as I put it up at the top, crystal clear bullet points, bam, uh, I noticed a huge difference. So that's like one simple thing you can do. But do, like I said, just do a little research, conversion rate, optimization, They'll talk about button color and having a guarantee and all kinds of little things. And those little things can add up to make a big difference. How did you decide how to price your course? Oh, it, 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 it's mostly, honestly, it's mostly by gut. It's like, what do, what do I think? A combination of what do I think it's worth and what do I think people will actually pay? One reference point I have, which I'm sure is a terrible reference point, but at least when I started out, um, was um, like it, it, on iTunes, you could buy, or you could like what, rent a video for, for four bucks or something. I had like two or four bucks or something like that. And I'm thinking per, per movie. So then I'm thinking like maybe two to $4 per lesson or something like, so I kind of use some weird voodoo math that I'm sure is, is, is not technically good, good, good at all. But that was, that was a little bit of what I used for my, my gut, but it's mostly my gut. That's fair. Uh, Rod, what are you struggling with most these days? Oh, mar marketing, hands down. I have so much, clearly, as, as we discussed earlier with email marketing, I have a lot to learn in the marketing and I'm not, it's, it's not my strong point. I'm not a seller. I'm not a, I'm not a natural salesman. Um, and it, it, it's hard. I have, I wear all the hats. It's like, I do the video editing and I do the website. <laughs> I do, I'm like, I like, I wear all the hats. So it's hard to find time it's hard to make time to learn marketing stuff that's, that's not intrinsically interesting to me. Um, but I know that's, that's what I need to do. And I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to learn that. So that's my biggest struggle, marketing. Yeah, I understand because that's what's going to move the needle the most when in reality, you're probably spending most of your time in the weeds, like editing video, deciding on what new videos you're going to do, responding to comments on YouTube. Yes. When, okay, I got to spend some time, step back. Let's think big picture here. How can I get this in front of more people and actually get those people that show up to buy? So I totally understand. I think 
I think even people doing, you know, a hundred times your level are probably still going to say that they struggle with marketing to some extent. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a challenge. All right. So looking back to when you, when you started this, let's, you know, let's go back to 2005 and you were obviously an accomplished, um, tap dancer and tap dance instructor. And you get this idea to take your business online, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently back then? What would I have done differently? <laughs> I would honestly, I would have started an email list from day one. <laughs> I, I really would have because I, I, there's no question when I send out an email blast saying, hey, I've got some new choreography, boom, there's a sales surge. And, and for years, I didn't have that. Um, so that's, that's probably the first thing I would start with is doing uh, an email list. Um, and, and probably some of the, like I said, the, some of the basic conversion rate optimization. You know, I, 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 I cringe to think of, my, my first site, <laughs> how everything that I did wrong that probably, you know, discouraged people from buying from me. But over the years, you know, I've learned to make that button a nice, bright, contrasting color, make it a big size, make that the number one thing that they want to do on that page. So, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, for 2005 standards, it probably was a pretty good site. You know, I was proud of it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, are you proud of, are you proud of, uh, you know, what you've, your website now and United Taps now? That's a great question. I am, I'm proud of where I I've gotten to, but I still see sites that are more effective, that are prettier, that are better. And I'm like, Oh man, I've got a ways to go. Like I, I still see how far I have to go. So I'm, I'm proud that I've gotten this far, but I, there's no question when I look at my site, I'm like, man, I, I still got, I still got a ways to go. What about uh, kind of work-life balance? Because I know you've got a family. Uh, do you work from home? I do work from home. And work-life balance, <laughs> it's probably been the last year and a half that I've started to get that under control. Because I was, it was, when I first started the website, like in 2005, it was my poor wife, because it was all work all the time. Like I was, because I was learning everything from scratch. Like, okay, I'll learn how to make a website. Okay, I'll learn how to sell video online and, and set up products and all this stuff. Um, so it was bad for, it was pretty bad for a long, long time. Um, but like I said, the, the last year and a half, uh, I got more serious about meditation, taking care of, better care of myself. Um, a lot of different things, just basically getting my life in order, <laughs> getting my stuff together. And that's made a huge difference. And I, I have cut off points that most days I follow. Most days I try, you know, uh, shut the electronics off at, at 10 p.m. and you're out. You're out. So, what about what about working hours? I mean, do you kind of follow an eight to five Monday no, to Friday approach? No, I'm I'm much more consistent. I mean, I I used to be like I would stay up working till three and then I'd sleep till noon. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but then you have kids. It's like you know it's not going to work. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't have set hours per se. You know, I, have, I get up, I have a morning routine. I do that's non-work, but then I'll, I'll work as much and as long as I can until it's like, okay, maybe the kids are home and it's time to spend time with the family and, and whatnot. And, and that's it. But I don't have set, I don't have set hours. All right, Rod. Well, thanks again for coming on the show today to kind of close out. Why don't you share if there's anything else we weren't able to hit on that you think would be valuable for the audience and just remind people where they can connect with you online. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate that. Um, 
just going back to what I was saying before, if you're interested in, in getting started with this, just start making some videos. You don't even have to post them. Start making them, look at them, put them aside for a while and look at them again. That simple process, you will naturally see what's wrong and you will naturally get better. You also get better on camera. There's, there's no substitute for practicing being on camera. Um, so go ahead and get started and do that. And then when you feel like it's good, just start putting it out. Put it out there, put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, Twitter, wherever. And uh, I think you'll, you'll eventually, you'll start getting results. Right on. And how can they connect with you online? Uh, UnitedTaps.com. All right. Thanks, Rod. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You can find all the detailed show notes at theonlinecourseguy.com slash 43. Don't forget to check out Bonjoro. Sign up for your free trial at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. Don't forget to sign up for your free trial of ClickFunnels as well at theonlinecourseguy.com slash ClickFunnels. And I have a free online workshop that you definitely want to check out. Go to theonlinecourseguy.com and I've got a free online workshop that is going to show you how to create a wildly profitable online course, whether you are new to this or you have an online course already, it's not wildly profitable yet. And stay tuned for the next episode, number 44 with Susan Poisner, who has an online course on growing fruit trees. Stay tuned.